0: Hey, we're here. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About Live Shopping, a series dedicated to unraveling the intricacies, and we know there are many, of the live shopping phenomenon. I'm your host, Cynthia Nelson, three-time entrepreneur, Forbes contributor, and investor and advisor. Today, we're talking to Brian Moore, CEO of TalkShop Live. Good morning, Brian. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Hey, I I just saw you've gotten some really great accolades in press recently, but I have to call one out that I'm just personally happy about. It's the Fast Company's annual list of the world's most influential and innovative companies 2023. I'm like, congrats on that. I've been reading that publication since the early 90s. I love it. So how did that come about?
1: I, you know, truth be told, I think I owe it all to our team you know i think i think it talks about like we have the greatest team on the planet um and you know what we're we're constantly striving to innovate on how how are we creating the best live shopping experiences and how are we creating you know the the tech that powers those live shopping experiences for retailers publishers brands and creators in a in a unique way that kind of takes you know the fragmented space of e-commerce online and really connects the retail landscape through live shopping and video shopping.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm, again congrats on that. So I, I want to start at the beginning a little bit. How did you come up with Talkshop Live? Like there's always a great story and I want to hear like kind of your background and then you know what inspired you to create Talkshop Live.
1: Okay. Well, I spent the majority of my career in digital media. So I I started the social media department at 20th Television. I had actually pitched them a show based on YouTubers back when people weren't covering YouTubers on television and they passed on it. But six months later, the head of development reached out to me and he was like, everything that you were talking about social media I'm reading about in the trades but I don't know anyone that does this as a career. And so I I got really fortunate and I I started the social media department there. That's where I I developed a passion for live streaming because Ustream was big at the time. And we actually hacked Ustream into Facebook to stream live on Facebook, like seven years pre-Facebook live, right? Then, you know, after that I moved over to CBS where we saw social and digital for their syndicated programming entertainment tonight, The Insider, the partnership with Yahoo, that's where I became fascinated with content distribution online. Mm. And then I had studied Mandarin Chinese for 13 years, lived in China for two. My parents wanted me to be a diplomat, although clearly yeah. I did not become one, but I watched as live stream shopping took off in Asia and became a billion dollar industry. And I was like, wow, if I had the power of this for my clients in North America, yeah. they would be wildly successful. And there was there was just such a need for it, right? And then I went looking for the right solution for it. And unfortunately, I just, unfortunately or fortunately.
0: I was going to say, that's a (laughs) a double-sided sword there. Yes,
1: I I couldn't find what I believed they needed. Yeah. Right, which was an out-of-app experience where it's both a network and a tool Mm -hmm. so that the video player is shoppable everywhere it exists. So there's the platform, but also you know, it can work on media sites. It can work on social platforms. It can, you know, and, and really the goal was how are we creating tech behind live shopping that allows people to meet their customers where they consume content. And that was really where Live was born. My sister is my co-founder. She comes from, you know, kind of like uh, marketing and PR for CPG brands. Mm-hmm. And i come from a media side. So we really looked at it and we were like, how can we come together and help connect the retail landscape? And that that's really where Talk Shop Live was born as something that could, you know, because w- the way that we look at it is in order for live shopping to be successful, right, especially in a new market, it needs to be first adopted, right? Okay. And are people going to adopt something in areas that they know, like and trust, mm-hmm. right? So the Vogue reader will adopt it on Vogue.com, right? Like our JLo show with Vogue, they'll experience it for the first time. Right. The Walmart shopper will adopt it on Walmart.com, right? Um, you know, and then what happens is you start meeting customers where they're consuming content, and then they start engaging in live shopping for the first time. And then the best part is they keep coming back.
0: Right. That's what the whole thing about conversion, right? I think a lot of companies who have dipped their toe maybe in it or put a toe in it, you know, they do it once and then, oh, it didn't really work for me. It's like, well, you didn't do Facebook once. <laughs> you kept doing it over and over. It's been around a long time. And it's taken a long time to figure out how, you know, what actually works the best. But I, you, you mentioned, you mentioned Walmart, you know, they've been, they were an early kind of retail adopter, it seems like, of live shopping. And it makes sense just with their breadth and depth and scope and scale uh, and global scale that it would make sense that they would adopt. And they had a bunch of kind of different partners in there, but you've got a relationship with them. Tell me about as much as you can about that relationship and, you know, what what makes it it' great for Walmart, you know. Obviously, it has to be conversion; it has to work. But you know, let us know what's what's going on there.
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to jump back to the first part that you said about people who've tried these live shopping experiences yeah. once, and you know, I also and I that that's going to tie into the second part of this. Okay, so the thing is, live shopping as as much as it's a great experience, right? What it also needs to be is a scalable solution. And that is where TalkShop Live is also very uniquely different for our partners. And, you know, I, I actually, if I could had written the quote myself, I would have. But Casey Schlebaugh, the VP of brand at Walmart, and you can go look at it to get the exact quote. But when they expanded their partnership with us after doing four test shows, she she said something to the effect of TalkShop, you know, TalkShop Live is the scalable solution. Right. Because what, what you ultimately need is something that's turnkey for setting up the fulfillment.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: You know, turnkey for the process of ease of going live, because yep. as much as we're cutting the friction in path to purchase for the customers or the viewers who are watching this to then drive higher conversions, yep. we also have to cut the friction in path to use yep. for the brands, retailers, publishers, and creators that are going live. Because if you you know, what you want is, you know, like the, the lowest amount of effort that you have to put into actually setting up the show, but the highest yield. Yeah. And that's where I think what, what our team has done at TalkShop Live is the most superior when it comes to live shopping experiences, because we've built a platform and tech that enables people to scale what they're doing with live shopping.
0: And you must put, like, do a lot of kind of white glove service, it feels like, for some of those big, you know, to get them really into it and actually utilizing. It's, like, I think, at first, when they think live, they're like, oh, you know, this is, whoa, you know, I'm not used to being on. This is going to be kind of scary or different or unique. But I think uh, you must be giving, you know, white glove service and setup and really helping them through that whole process to get moving. Even when they have, you know, because Walmart has a lot of licensing deals. Mm-hmm. You know, Rachel Ray and and Pioneer Woman, they have a lot of licensing deals where they, it would make sense for those people to come on and do lives. And they're used to being pre-recorded, not always live unless they're on the Today Show. But uh, for other talent that comes on that's not always used to being live, uh, it, it's gotta be a little bit of a, a challenge to get up and running.
1: Well, yes. Is it like a new medium that people are adopting? A hundred percent. But I But I also believe that you know, because of the enablement of our technology, because what our technology enables them to be able to do, they 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 can do it at scale, and it allows you know, and and also we we were to, we we're talking about Walmart, but but also yeah. keep in mind, Walmart, Target, Best Buy, Fred Siegel, they all have channels on Talk Shop Live, yeah, right, and I think what what we create for the retailers is the the ability for them to also scale with their brand partners right right? the the brands that are sold at those retailers and the ability for them to work with different creators at scale because you know when you look at it some of our large retail partners that we've talked about here you know have done like last year i think did close to 200 shows this year will be more than that and I think the the power for them is also the ease of going live, the ease of doing it with brand partners, but then also, and this is, I think, the most critical thing when we also look at a big difference between live shopping in North America versus live shopping in Asia, is that it's also creating content worth watching, content worth sharing, right? Because there's a lot of noise out there, right? So how are you creating content that's breaking through the noise that's driving sales conversion, but then also where you're getting maximum use out of the content. Because with the Talk Shop Live programs, you have the promo video that goes up in advance of the show, Mm -hmm. the live show, Mm -hmm. the the replay VOD, but then also using our data-driven technology, you're also getting clip cut-downs of the most highly engaged portions of the programs, right? So what it does is, as opposed to just being tied to the transaction, right. all of a sudden these live shopping experiences are hitting full funnel every step of the marketing funnel.
0: And you're able to use it over and over again, which I think at the beginning no one was thinking about that. They were just thinking about they put a live show on, they do it. Okay, it's VOD, but it's like really behind the scenes. It's it's almost, you know, let's hark back to the QVC HSN slightly with the earbud in the ear of the talent. And every time I said, This highly beautiful, soft as rabbit for whatever, you know, and the spike in sales, you're able to now see on the back end with analytics, those pieces that were actually driving engagement, conversation, questions, engagement, and conversion, be able to snap those together and utilize those. So it's a full media suite, actually.
1: Exactly. And I would say that the other really great thing when you're looking at Talk Shop Live, because our player has what what I call simultaneous stream multi-embed point of sale, meaning everywhere the video player exists, hundreds of sites, social Mm -hmm. platforms, et cetera, it's shoppable everywhere. So now you're able to see where is this video performing the best? Mm -hmm. Where is it driving the most conversions? And then also where are those points in the video where that's happening. The other thing I will say, because I would kick myself if I didn't say it, but when you, when you brought up Walmart, the other thing is they also have a fantastic team, right? That's very innovative
0: yes. when,
1: it, when it looks at how are they approaching the space of live shopping, video shopping overall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have the, the, the team that's behind it also I believe understands the space in such a great way. And what they do is they're very customer first. They're always thinking about how are we providing the best customer experience on Walmart O, yeah. the owned and operated site, yeah. but also everywhere it exists in the overall ecosystem. Yeah. And and, I think-
0: and brands for them too. It becomes a whole new uh, it's a, it's a whole new shopper marketing, a whole, whole new sponsorship area. Right.
1: Yeah. So and I it
0: around, it'd be around tentpole events, not just holiday, but like baby is a huge, right. Huge overspend beauty,
1: right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Hispanic, Hispanic heritage month is coming. Like there's so many kind of amazing opportunities to use live shopping to really go against targeted markets that they know are converting at very high rates in very specific segments. So I well, see it. I see it. Yeah, and they're they are really smart. They were my client for ten years as well. They and, bought a in my platform. Sorry. Oh really? Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: to your point, because I feel like you get this space very well, right? Yeah, yeah. So to your point, I think the other thing, you know, that's 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 so, you know, important, and that's so the future of this space is making every retail moment a media moment. Yeah. Making every media moment a retail moment. Because as someone who comes from media, but now really works with a lot of retailers, I believe that the future of retail is media and the future of media is retail. And Talk Shop Live sits very uniquely at the intersection of that to be able to power these experiences for both, right? Like I, I believe if you go and look at, you know, whether it's on Walmart or with Target or any of these retailers, what you start to see is that the content they're creating is really powerful, right? So Mm -hmm. there was a a cooking show, for instance, with a home show in her kitchen with um, a creator named Living with Landon. Mm -hmm. And that program was on Talk Shop Live. That could have been a TV program that people are coming to for content about how to to decorate their, their homes and their kitchens and what they're using. And it was so powerful, you know, and I, I do believe that as you look at the future of these retail sites, yeah. they're also going to be content hubs. And I think that that's where TalkShop Live enables that. And also on our team, because, you know, when when you look at what's also uniquely different about us is that we also have a large portion of our team that comes from the media world. That's right. Not, yeah. And, and sense, so not just, yes. not just tech. Yeah, so it comes down to content creation. And we've been really fortunate, right? We've had, you know, the greatest content creators on the the planet from Oprah to Dolly Parton, you know, to Kelly Clarkson, right? Like the greatest hosts that then people can model off of, right? One of the things I talk about all the time, because food is one of our fastest growing categories, but um, Giada De Laurentiis Mm -hmm. came because we basically, everybody from the Food Network essentially has channels, because it's it's a yeah. really powerful way to to talk about cookbooks, to be demonstrable. Everything that they're doing, right. yeah. It
0: beca- it's a whole new medium for them to be u- utilizing across their own O&O platforms, right? It's just a whole new piece for them.
1: Exactly. And then when Jada came on, she showed in. People were asking her in the engaged, they were asking her to show inside of her pantry. She showed inside of her pantry. So then, next thing you know, Michael Simon comes on, he shows inside his pantry. Drew Barrymore comes on, she shows inside of her pantry. Then the smaller brands in the category, right, or the emerging brands in the category. Then they're like, well, you know, Jada showed inside her pantry, I'll show you inside mine. Mm-hmm. But what we have is people learning how to create better content by watching the best content creators do it.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, you brought up something great of media is retail and retail is media. I think it's going to be super interesting to watch Roku, Hulu, Netflix. You know, if you would ask me five years ago, if Darren Starr would ever have, you know, Sex and the City shoppable, he would have said you're out of your mind, but I'm not so sure now. I feel like they're all going, they're looking for other revenue opportunities and who better to have those than people who are creating really amazing, sticky series, short form, long form content that you can make shoppable without compromising the show, the creativity and the authenticity of the programming, right? It's your option to shop it, but you don't always have to have it on kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, I'm interested to hear what you think about that. Because I think like Talk Shipe Live, that you're already retail, media, media, retail. The media side seems to be, you know, going in that same direction, networks, everybody.
1: I think you are, I think 150% on is an understatement. I completely agree with you. I think what what we're starting to see evolve is people creating series content. I think you're seeing the retailers starting to do it. Yeah. Um, you, I, The other thing is, and it's interesting that your timing, and I don't know how much I can say about this, but we also see a lot of producers who produce for television, who are now coming to TalkShop Live to produce series that they can drive branded content into.
0: Because they're being being asked by the networks too, that absolutely the networks are looking for content that's shoppable from the beginning. Yes, it has to have a great storyline. It has to be amazing. It has to be engaging. You know, all that creativity has to be there. But think about it. Like you think about media in general, when you create it, where is it going to live? This is just another place that it's going to live and it happens to be shoppable. So think about the shop, not just brand integration, Mm -hmm. brand entertainment, you know, dropping a product in the background. All of that, yes, that's all great. Brands pay for it. It's all fine. But we're talking about really, I love what she's wearing. I may not be able to afford all of that, but guess what? Zara just popped up with, it looks like you, you like this? Here's that outfit. Well, it, it, Emily in Paris, right? <laughs> she's wearing $10,000 worth of clothing, you know, as a as a junior manager. So, okay, it's, it's really not realistic. But Zara pops up and gives me that look really interesting.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Really, really interesting.
1: And, and the thing is, the the only way for it to be successful is to make it as easy as you just described it for the viewer. It has to be that easy. They can't leave the experience during the process of checkout. And yes. that's what we continue, yes. like, like literally, if if you ask my engineering team, what we talk about all the time, it's how are we cutting friction in path to purchase? How are we driving ease of distribution because it's interesting that you talk about television and the networks because a lot of the people who are coming to us now actually someone said it to me the other day but they were like talk shop live is the modern day version of syndication right except it's shoppable syndication (laughs) because you work with Condé Nast, Hearst, Dot Dash Meredith, Penske, and they were like, and, and MSN. So the, the content's able to get distributed everywhere. So for instance, some of our, it's a stat that, that I was talking to someone about and they were they were shocked when I told them, but you know, for our major retail partners, the TalkShop Live Content Distribution Network drives over 35% of their traffic. Wow. From our network. And this is when we're talking about major retailers, yes. major brands. And so for them to be able to have to to have their solution that they want to exist on their O, but also have the velocity of distribution to reach all of these new customers. Yeah. It's really a, a win-win scenario.
0: Yeah. I, I also saw I've been looking at it recently, the whole out of home, right? With with the QR code and you know, the guys that reach TV, right? All the the networks and all the hotels and airports and everything. That's just another great place. Again. For distribution, branding, lift, and it's a QR code. It may not be live; it's VOD, but it's a great another great place to distribute the content that I think a lot of companies don't always think of when they think of shoppable content where it can go. But if I'm in an airport sipping a G and G and T, and I all of a sudden see something really amazing, and I'm like, oh, I can have that sent to my house. Click, click, click. And it's there when I get home or I'm shopping, I'm shopping for someone else. Oh crap. I forgot to get that present or that. Thi- That's so perfect. QR code, click, click, click. I'm done. I'm out. It's gone. It's shipped. You just saved me a lot of time and effort.
1: Exactly. And I think people also connect to the brands in a, in a very unique way. I think, but I think one of the, the biggest benefits of live shopping for these retailers and brands is also that it's now driving a deeper connection and experience to the products that they're they're purchasing. And I think that that's why you've seen, you know, our, our major retail partners come to us and they say they, in addition to the sales that they see from the shows and through the distribution online, they also see incredible omni-channel sales lift for the products featured within these shows seven days after across all of their retail locations.
0: Yeah, And for for them, as long as the category lifts, it's great. Whoever the brand is in the category, because they usually have another, their own brand in the category too. It's great for the category, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, because it's driving directly in that particular segment. That's that. I, I agree. Um, how do you see if you had a crystal ball, you know, how do you see or envision kind of the future evolution of, you know, the live shopping platforms?
1: I think, you know, because people often ask, they're like, is there one winner in this space? Are there many winners in this space? Yeah. What I, what I love is that we're at a moment in time where there's validation in this space, mm-hmm. right, for, for, for with looking at Talk Shop Live, when our retail partners continue coming back and we have now set up an opportunity where it's inbound from retailers coming to us to use it, when publishers continue coming back, right? When when Beauty Secrets on Vogue with Jennifer Lopez is now shoppable through Talk Shop Live, yeah. what we start to see is the adoption of it over the ecosystem. So the I see the future of it to be very bright, what i do think though is that people need the distribution and they need to be reaching people where they're consuming content and they and i also think that the the level of content you're going to see leveling up like if you remember the early days of youtube yeah, right. yeah, I'm saying this sure, because sure. I was a YouTube junkie. Yeah. But like the, the early days of YouTube, the video content was kind of, eh. Very,
0: it was very sketchy. and ish, Yeah, you know,
1: and, the, and the creators continue to level up their content. And what we've seen is the, the, the same thing happen is, is the creators on Talk Show Live are leveling up, leveling up the content, the retailers, the brands, and as they continue to see success, right, and, and also as monetization shifts, right? You're, you see this huge shift in retail media. And, and Talk Shop Live is powering retail media experiences for the Walmart Connects of the world, right? So what it what it does is it starts to show the adoption of it overall. And I think if I look at the future, it's exactly what we said before. The future of retail is media. The future of media is retail. And we are so fortunate that Talk Shop Live has the opportunity to sit right at the intersection of it and be the only vehicle that really uniquely solves for the retailer, the brand, the publisher, and the creator to come together in live shopping.
0: Well, that was a great ending to the episode and the show. Um, I really thank you so much for being on and sharing your insights. I hope to see you really, really soon. Um, I'm sure I will. Uh, And you're in New York too. So we definitely have to grab a cocktail or a coffee one of these days I'm around, Um, but uh, thank you again.
1: Definitely. And thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome.